Hello, my fellow airheads. Today, I had a thought, and I don't know if anyone else has this thought, but I was thinking, does anyone else just crave, like, a Capri Sun? That's all I've been able to think about. I went to a friend's house a few weeks ago, and her sister was drinking a Capri Sun, and I was like, oh, fuck, that sounds really good. And I haven't bought any Capri Suns, but it's been pretty much all I could think about for, again, the past two weeks. Um, have yet to have a Capri Sun. However, I keep seeing on TikTok and various ads and on Twitter about how there's a Capri Sun seltzer or something like that coming out. And when I say I will be the first one to try that, I hopefully, I mean, obviously I'm not going to be the first one, but I'm definitely going to be in line to try those. I think that sounds super refreshing, super fun. I don't even remember the various flavors of Capri Sun, but all I know is that I'm pretty sure I'm gonna fall in love with it and it's gonna become my new obsession. Anyways, on to why you actually came here. Today's topic should be pretty relevant to a lot of people at any stage in their lives and it is what I have called today's episode, Drop Your Shitty Friends. (laughs) And really it's because the company that we keep as individuals is so important and the people we surround ourselves with is truly a reflection of ourselves so for me as someone who is generally a very positive person always smiling always having something positive to say always looking at the glass half full I'm someone who simply can't handle other people or other situations that are basically perpetuating negativity. Oh my gosh, that took me a minute to say. Jesus Christ. Anyways, so, you know, like romantic relationships that we require high standards for, we should also apply those same high standards, obviously not all of them, for friendships. And like anything else that no longer serves us, it's gonna be okay to end a friendship if they're not adding anything to your life, not adding substance, not adding happiness. Regardless, it may be time to cut the cord. Cut that cord. For instance, I'm gonna start off strong here. Um, I had a friend in high school who I really thought was going to be my friend to the freaking end of time. And it was interesting that I thought that because we actually really didn't hit it off at first. And that should have been a telltale sign of where things were going to go. Um, but we became friends through a mutual friend. And then we were a trio. And we all know the dangers of having a trio. But actually, ours worked pretty well for a really long time. Um, but the problem was it became a constant one-sided competition on her end. I mean, I was not competing with anything or anyone. I was just doing me per usual. Like, I'll never forget, we finally got our ACT scores back, and I know some people take ACTs or SATs. It doesn't really matter in Colorado. We took the ACT, and I was super proud of my score. I was like, wow, this is a lot higher than I thought I would get. This ensures, you know, my acceptance to a lot of the schools I'm looking at. Like, this is good. And so we all met in the usual area we did before classes started. And everyone was sharing their ACT scores. And she shared hers. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got that too. And she looks at me and she was like, that's not good enough. 
and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is amazing. Like, I'm super proud of myself for this. And she was just such an overachiever and a perfectionist in her own life that she didn't even, I don't even think, recognize the danger in saying that to me, like, as her friend. Like, that's a horrible thing to say to someone. But I think because she had gotten it too, she was like, she already thought to herself, like, I'm better than Isabel, therefore I should have gotten a better score than Isabel, and that mindset is just so horrible. But that's just a good example of how much she viewed me as competition or stealing her light, and obviously that wasn't my intention, that wasn't my goal, I never want to do that, I'm not that type of friend, I'm not competitive anyways, just in general, so... And that became very draining, not only for me, but for our mutual friend and also for our entire friend group. And I just realized I needed to just disassociate for my own well-being. And I didn't even realize that until we were in the middle of a conversation and I finally was like, this is my final straw. You know, you've crossed a few boundaries for me. I'm obviously not benefiting you and she just could never be happy for me and that's a very big telltale sign of a toxic friendship and yeah I mean that was just really sad we had even had multiple interventions me and the mutual friend with this friend we um just about her behavior and the things that she was doing and also you know we wanted to check on her and her well-being you know was there anything we could do because we definitely wanted to mend the friendship if that was possible um it ended up not being so um she just wasn't at the stage in her life where she could accept our friendship and we were finally getting to that point in our friendships where we were like maybe this isn't serving us any longer and it was sad because during those interventions, we seemed to make a little bit of headway. Um, it seemed that way, but in all fairness, um, that didn't go anywhere. We really tried to monitor the progress because we could see it like minutely for a little bit. And then eventually it would just revert back to the same situation. And that was just extremely unhealthy, at least personally for me. But I think that was the first time that I ever dropped a shitty friend and it was sad because it's not like she was a shitty person in any way shape or form she just could not reciprocate what a friendship and she couldn't give us what we needed and we couldn't give her what we needed and so yeah it was pretty sad and as we all know and as I've said before losing a friend can almost be harder than a breakup with your boyfriend like that shit's supposed to be lifelong really there's not supposed to be anything that can come between you like your friends are your ride or dies and she just was only my ride and for so long you know it wasn't until death unfortunately but after that experience and going through the motions i have been able to over time both within my own life and other people's lives, I've been able to pick up on subtle or even overt toxic traits within friendships. Um, And this has served me pretty well when being able to figure that out later on in my life, especially in college. And so I wanted to talk about some telltale signs with you, see if you agree, and maybe, you know, some you may have never even thought of before, and they could be prevalent in your life, and if that's the case, 
you should do something about it. So I think one of the worst ones is definitely if they're always talking about themselves. And we all know people like that, whether it's friends or relationships or family or faculty or, you know, whatever. Um, if it's always that one-sided conversation, that is not okay. Because I found that if friends care about you or if people care about you in general, they want to know how your day was. They want to know what you're up to. They want to know what you're doing. They want to know how you're doing. And so if they just don't care and if they're not giving you the time of day, if they're not all ears when listening to you, especially in a time of need and it's a rarity when they ask about you and it's just me, 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 me. That reminds me of Nemo. My, my, my. I'm sorry, distraction. I'm literally like Doug from Up. Squirrel. Oh my god. Spell shut up. But anyways, again, if it's that one-sided type of friend, you need to cut that bitch because she does not deserve your time. Do not expend your energy on a friend or again, anyone in your life. This is generally applicable to someone who just doesn't care about what you have to say or how you feel or what you're doing or what you're up to because that's that's shitty and you shouldn't have to feel that way you shouldn't have to deal with that you shouldn't have to be someone's ears and only their ears like no you don't deserve to be just a sounding board in any aspect of your life another telltale sign that i think quite a few people experience and that i kind of talked about earlier but it's someone who's constantly negative negative nancy negative nelly that's just a bad bad sign they it's those people who always have something negative to say um and they're just a looming gray cloud presence in your life that is the absolute shittiest because those people are the ones who suck out all of your energy they're like vampires and they leave you drained and depressed and sad and i get it like all of us go through troubling times and negative moments in our lives and you shouldn't just leave your friend like the moment that they have a have a moment you know because sometimes we're not at our best and that's okay it's just if that friend is like that all of the time like that can be a huge huge red red flag because that will affect your own personal mental health and well-being like of course you care about your friend and you want to be there for them but at what expense you know that that's very troubling and it's not okay for a friend to always take the tough times out on you like you should not be a punching bag for your friend um that is absolutely not okay A good way that I found to personally navigate this issue is after I hang out with them, I sit and I reflect and I think to myself, how am I feeling after hanging out with that friend? And if I'm feeling judged or lonely or tired or drained or sad or frustrated, then I have to consider thinking to myself, is this someone I genuinely want to be friends with? Is this someone I can have in my life moral of the story is that negativity can definitely bring you down in the worst ways possible so if you have a friend who's constantly a negative nelly all of the time then it may be something a friendship that you have to reconsider and it may be something you have to talk to your friend about if it's something that you guys can work through or 
towards or whatever it's just not something i know i can personally handle i've also discovered that if you are feeling like you're the worst version of yourself around a certain friend you know you kind of view them as a bad influence but they're still your friend then maybe that's not the situation you should continue to be in and i've actually had a personal experience with one of these types of friends as well i had a friend who i was only friends with for a short time it was really just my freshman year of college and i thought she was the best i thought so highly of her i had so much fun with her and I didn't realize that there were subtle toxic traits that I just wasn't picking up on because I so badly wanted to keep my friendship with this person and one of the really troubling things was that she was constantly surrounded by drama and she was one of those people who was like I hate drama oh my god drama's the worst like that couldn't be me except when there was drama it was always surrounding her so it was an very confusing situation and honestly almost laughable because it was like you are the one constantly surrounded by drama and involved in it yet you hate it i don't know and she would drag me into it and that made me fall into a lot of precarious situations that i never wanted to be involved with in the beginning and i shouldn't have been involved with at any point and that was really horrific for my mental health because i was like why am i here like why this this isn't good for me and not only the drama thing but she would tell me to do things and i would almost do them blindly it was like i was in a cult (laughs) no joke like that friendship i felt like a cult member and she was the cult leader and this would sometimes lead me into very unsafe situations and she would always be the bystander while i was the one doing it and granted like i obviously have to take my own personal accountability and responsibilities for those situations but i really genuinely feel as though if she was not there egging me on to do it pressuring me to do it i don't think i ever would have done it and i think i would have been better off for that and granted like i have some good memories with her as well but most of it was pretty rough and she was also on top of that one of those friends who always made jokes at my expense or always did things at my expense and you know toxicity can be hard to spot sometimes especially in those friends that you view as fun or they're occasionally a good time you know not everyone is as obvious as regina george but you know you're noticing various indicators and it's a little bit more subtle and you just have to figure it out i think i've heard the worst horror stories about that type of friend the one that does things at other people's expense and i've heard some friendship horror stories as i'm sure you've all heard and or experienced like mine don't come nearly close to some that i've heard but nevertheless you just have to figure out whether that friendship is doing anything for you like nobody wants regina george in their life you absolutely don't want someone who constantly promotes bad habits like i've seen friendships where especially when it comes to drinking or doing drugs or partying anything like that 
I have personally witnessed people promoting those negative behaviors in their friends and it's really scary like one time I was at a party when I was in college and I went to see Boulder so that can should tell you right off the bat however we were at a party and this friend was like actively pushing this guy to drink more and more and it felt like a frat brother getting hazed by another frat brother you know and people were surrounding them and laughing and they thought it was so funny (laughs) and i'm over there looking as an innocent bystander thinking to myself i would never do that to my friend like if anything friends are supposed to take care of you you know if you had a bad night out drinking and they make sure you get home they call you an uber they make sure you fall asleep without your makeup on i don't know maybe it's just a girl and a guy difference thing i don't know i don't have a penis however I was just absolutely horrified and I can only imagine this guy waking up the next morning maybe not remembering what this friend did to him and maybe he did and he was just thought it was funny too I don't know I just could never have friends who would do that to me or pressure me to do those things or even encourage me to like yeah it's funny as a witness maybe but it's it, it's really not you know especially when you hear all of these stories of people out drinking or doing drugs and they overdose or they fall downstairs and they hit their heads and there's you know just horror stories and why would you want to one be a part of that and two be friends with anyone who could ever do that to another person lol sorry for my karen rant um but another sign that i'm again sure we've all experienced is friends who are jealous jealousy in general is a very insidious trait it's it brings out the worst in people in relationships and friendships regardless but I've always thought to myself, you know, friends should share in your joint and success. They should be happy when you get a promotion at your job. They should be happy when you jump into a new relationship, you know, unless the guy's a total douchebag and, you know, that's a different story. But I said it before and I'll say it again. Comparison will fucking kill you. And you don't want a friend who's the green-eyed monster, who's never happy for you because that's just the worst. And that resentment isn't good for you, for them for anyone it's not good in any relationship why would you want to maintain a friendship with someone who looks at you with nothing but those but jealousy that is not ideal you also shouldn't be friends with any fake bitches either you know there's always that seem like good friends but they're low-key a little sus and really aren't genuine people at all and they constantly talk shit about your other friends which means they probably talk shit about you too behind your back and you don't even know it like my friends and i were out at the bars a few weeks ago i think it was for my birthday party and my other really good friend Uh, was with his other friends and they were huddled in a group having a very serious conversation i was like "Ooh, i wonder what that's about so obviously i inserted myself into the conversation like any good old gemini would and he was telling all his other friends about how he found out that their other mutual friend was just constantly talking shit about them she didn't have anything nice to say she felt obligated to hang out with them and i was thinking to myself who the fuck did this girl tell because clearly all of these people are friends how did she 
not come to her in intelligent thinking and think to herself this they're gonna find out like this is a circle of friends but clearly she was dumb and didn't think so and now they've completely all dropped her like no one's even speaking to her and honestly good for them you shouldn't be friends with someone who only talks shit about you and seems nice to your face and tells you that they love you but in reality they actually hate you you know that says a lot more about that person obviously that doesn't that really shouldn't say anything about you but those people they're more common than we think and those are i i believe the easiest to spot out like fakeness is a pretty easy quality to be like oh yeah like you're a fake bitch and in that case drop them and even with all of these telltale signs of a toxic friendship it doesn't mean that you have to be best friends with people like we all have our own negative traits and qualities and some friendships can just stay surface level like i have a lot of friends who are just surface level you know sometimes there are people i go out, go out to drink with or go out to eat with or i ha- i'm able to hang out in a group of people with but i don't hang out with them really ever one-on-one and you know it's just because we need a bigger group size or something like that and in that case you know that's okay it's okay if things stay surface level and as you've all heard this before i'm sure always quality over quantity i always joke about having five friends on this podcast because you know that is about the number of friends who i consider absolute ride or dies who i trust mostly um i say that because i'm have a lot of trust issues and i don't really trust anyone completely um so yeah that's just my own thing however i think having five friends is honestly a blessing you know this is just a public service announcement and reminder that you don't need hundreds of friends to live a quality life or to be a bigger better person like no not at all it's always quality over quantity the number does not matter um some i used to think that to myself especially back in high school i was like i need as many friends as possible because i need to fill up my weekends as much as possible possible like my dance card needs to be full i was one of those people and still am one of those people who has a lot of trouble sitting still and so i just constantly want to have plans and sometimes my five friends all have plans on the weekend i'm like well fuck like what what am i gonna do so i end up hanging out with my grandma which you know no issue there my grandma is also one of my best friends so uh, take it that back i have six six best friends so you know i don't mind but i definitely prefer when i have plans with my friends because those are really the only people that i want to hang out with like i don't actively want to hang out with my surface level friends like no i want to laugh and i want to tell jokes and i want to be hysterically weird and you can only do that with your close friends (laughs) and kind of veering to a different but still relevant to this topic is i genuinely think it is the absolute worst situation when you cancel a friendship but it's super problematic because you guys all have the same mutual friends. That's the worst. And luckily, I've really only been in that situation once where it affected multiple people. And that's why part of the reason why I waited to end the friendship because I was like, this is going to cause a ripple effect, but I just couldn't take it anymore. And I, I was smart. I went straight to my friends. I was like, guys, this is what happened. Um, 
I'm not always in the right. I'm not going to claim to always be in the right. I know that I can fuck up sometimes and but that's in any relationship, any friendship. That's just in life. Like no one person is this perfect angel and the other person is just the full-on devil. Like that's never the case. We all have moments where we mess up. So I, you know, I told my friends that. I was like, "You guys should not feel obligated to pick sides. In fact, that's the last thing I want you to do like our friendships can still be with each other and your friendships with her can still be separate like you know I don't have to be included in that I I don't get FOMO thank god so I won't feel left out if you guys do things separately it's okay I'm not expecting you to make all of these changes just because I decided I couldn't handle it anymore however this ended up really working out for me and I know that it doesn't work out this way a lot but this is like the most ideal situation is when chances are the same people within your friend group are actually feeling the same way about that person and they all end up basically doing the same thing and realizing that they've had enough so the mutual friend thing that can be very tricky to navigate especially when making plans or events because you used to all do things as a group and now you have all these additional considerations and that you should have never had in the beginning um it just sucks but i have always made make a conscious note to check on my friends in that situation um you know anything i can do to alleviate the drama to alleviate the pressure i just want to keep my friendships the ones that i want to nurture and leave out the friendship that I left behind. So, yeah. Now, the other worst thing, and I'm starting to think now that this may actually be worse than the mutual friend thing, is when you make the dumbest emphasis on dumbest, if you didn't already hear that in my voice, but it's when you make the decision to live with you know one of your so-called best friends i have personally discovered quite a few times that you never really know a friend truly until you live with them it's probably one of the worst ideas i've ever had um this began with my college roommate you know we used we were friends since fifth grade a really long time and when we went off to college we decided that we were going to room together and everything was going to be all fine and dandy and literally i just knew things were gonna fucking go wrong on the first day it just things had changed and shifted now that there was a living situation involved and i'm sure probably a lot of you can relate to this which is why it fucking sucks like i rarely ever hear stories like yeah i lived with my best friend and it worked out no go random choose random there'll be another episode on like college life later but just go random i'll save you the time right now because i know a lot of you guys are maybe going off to college but you probably have your roommate arrangements figured out just don't live with your best friend um but yeah so that was sad but honestly that friendship ending was so relieving after all of the drama that it caused um and i again i have to take responsibility and accountability i definitely contributed to a lot of that drama with that friend group i was also friends with that other really toxic friend during this time who was telling me to do all these things to my roommate again not entirely her fault gotta take responsibility 
queens take accountability um but yeah that was just an awful experience and what was even funnier about this whole thing is that our other two best friends went to a different college and they decided to live together and everyone was saying like me and my friend would do great and the other two would just fall out horribly and it totally was a switcheroo and they ended up living totally peacefully and they're still really good friends um yeah i wish i fucking wish that was my experience and i shouldn't say that for all experiences i also lived with another one of my really good friends um my sophomore year of college and i ended up living with her for the next two years and we had a really good experience and i realized she was one of the only people that i would ever be okay with living with but that was only because we had very similar habits and I didn't feel uncomfortable confronting her about certain things and same way with her with me so we were able to communicate really well and that was really important um, compared to the other friends I lived with who were just super horrifically passive aggressive and it was just like the worst experience I, I probably have said that so many times but the one thing I definitely learned from all of my friendship following outs or firing a friend or whatever is try just try to not be as equally as toxic as the person you are separating yourself from try your best to communicate clearly don't engage in the passive aggressiveness don't engage or add to the drama no matter how tempting it is because i have played into this quite a few times and it did nothing for me like being petty just in general really never accomplishes anything and so i gained nothing from that experience i ended up looking a lot worse than i did at the beginning and i have a lot of regrets from that so really try your best to not be as toxic as the friend that you're trying to get away from i've also learned that the biggest and greatest indicator of someone being a bad or toxic friend is if my grandma doesn't like them i don't know what fucking sixth sense she has going on but she has been 100 percent right about every friend i've been friends with which is just crazy like her track record fucking wild so if you need like someone to test your radar hit Catherine up but before i end the podcast i just wanted to talk about a few just a couple more things and the first one being is that overall you are not obligated to be friends with someone no matter how long you've been friends with them i know a lot of people really want to salvage their friendships because you know they've been friends since the birth essentially and it's natural to feel guilty and sad about ending a friendship as with any other relationship and to even miss that person because of all the memories attached to them but that's the past and we all know that people change sometimes and it's not an easy choice and i know i may be making it out to be easy but it's not and it's never fun and it can be extremely awkward but it's necessary nonetheless again like some people are just chapters in our lives they're just short-term blips and that's okay so you know some things don't last forever 
you can still appreciate the good things about that person while also freeing yourself from all of that toxicity and negativity that's been slowly seeping into your life and that's okay i try to think of it as you should as well is it's just another form of self self-improvement you're doing your best to filter out the negativity in your life to make yourself a better person and to put yourself in a better environment to live a better healthier more quality life and it sucks because you can be like me and you know, with the one I mentioned earlier, and you can try everything in your power to fix it, but if you're still feeling so oppressed by the friendship, you need that to end for good. Always put yourself first, okay? Like I said earlier, don't ever be someone's punching bag. Don't ever be someone's doormat, okay? And who knows? You might be able to salvage it Um, when you have an open conversation with them because you know friendships are worthy of a conversation first i never believe in ghosting friends especially ones that you've had for a very long time um but you know if you have those converse that conversation with them and you openly communicate and express your true feelings and who knows they may make changes that may perhaps mend the relationship you know, so they may hear you out and be like, oh, I never even realized I was doing that. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to lose you. Um, it, you know, it happens. But don't get, you have to be able to monitor that friend's progress. And if they aren't making progress, then it's time where you have to reconsider because you really, you don't want it to continue to seep into your life and you don't want to continue feeding into that negativity. Or, you know, you can do what I've done. I've actually taken what I call friendship breaks, like Ross. We were on a break, Um, but not really because it's with your BFF. But I have had a best friend since high school and we're still really good friends and we're i know she's going to be the one who we're bumping wheelchairs in the nursing home but i have had to take a friendship break from her as hard and awful as it was um we actually did come out better for it and i know that some people take friendship breaks and those friendships actually end up phasing out or ending um but you know if it's meant to be it will be and sometimes bffs aren't meant to be But I know that I became more appreciative of my friendship after that happened. Um, The reason why I took a break from her was I just thought she wasn't prioritizing me. She was only prioritizing her boyfriend and other things that she had going on in her life. Like she would literally drop plans with me to go hang out with her boyfriend even though they were set plans. And that was really painful for me to deal with and I did not want it to end at all. But I knew that I needed to take a break because I can't stand when people don't prioritize me or reciprocate and so we did it and we ended up again like i said coming out all the better for it so that's another really good recommendation that you can do um however i do remember again just always having that open conversation first and seeing where that goes and who knows you might listen to this to this and think to yourself oh shit i could be the toxic friend like i could be the regina george And if that's the case, take a good look in the mirror and think to yourself, what changes can I personally make to better my own relationships and friendships and to end this toxic cycle? Because don't get me wrong, I've been on the Regina George side. Like I've been that friend and I have a lot of regrets over it. If I did have any regrets, those would definitely be the ones. And you 
overall, I think the biggest message is not only just drop your shitty friends, but also be able to take accountability too when you fuck up in a friendship because that's equally as important. Overall though, don't put up with toxic friend bullshit longer than you already have, okay? We only have room for kind, loyal, and supportive friends. So when you think of friends, you shouldn't think of toxic by Britney Spears, okay? Friends come and go, it's just a circle of life, and it's okay to recognize that. So just focus on nurturing your actual true friendships because people grow apart, and it's a tale as old as time, but it's something that you just have to do. Just like cutting the umbilical cord is necessary, you you know, dropping your toxic friends is also necessary as well. So I hope you took a lot from today's topic. If not, then... I don't know. I don't have anything to say about that, I guess. So, with that being said, join me next week. I think I'm going to have a guest on. Oh, there goes my singing. Anyways, see you next Thursday. And you know the drill. It's ginger spice and everything nice.